everybody. Welcome back to the Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where we talk about Dragon Ball in funny, funny ways, and we have a good time. We're going to watch every episode of Dragon Ball. That's right. We're going to go through it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to do a little improv along the way. You're going to learn a bit about us. We're going to learn a bit about ourselves, and we're going to learn a lot about you. Uh, and that was a lot of information <laughs> in one breath. I, whew, I had to take one. That's probably the quickest we've gone through this bit. And of course, here I come, <laughs> slowing things down. No, I need that analysis. today. I need that today. It's been a, a rip-roaring couple of days, my man. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the fans, if you're new to the podcast, uh, after that brief intro, we, we get into a little bit of what we call Kame housekeeping. Um, and the first item on that list is something called the One Minute. Roundup. Well, I'm riding along with my horse in tow. I'm gonna go in mine for gold. And I'm sitting here on the back of your horse. Cause the reins, oh, I can't hold. It's a tandem horse that we got for a deal. In fact, that deal is more like a steal. That's right, we're right, and we're riding together because we're just like birds. We are of a feather. We're horse thieves, but we only stole one. one. We're horse horse thieves, thieves. (laughs) and we only stole one. And seed. Oh, wow. I think that was the first one-minute roundup improvised song. I just, I don't know, I was feeling it. Hey, you were feeling it, and you know what? I was feeling it, and uh, we got a message for you, Zach Reno and Jessica McKenna. We're coming for your asses. Yeah. Also, have us on your podcast. Yeah. We want those asses to be next to our asses in a seating situation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where we're in the same studio. You throw a couple mics in there, and then all of a sudden, boom, beautiful musical improv based around anime. Think about it. It could be a thing. You got a podcast stew, baby. You got a podcast stew going. Um, And after that warm-up, to warm up our improv muscles, we do a little improvised scene before the one-minute roundup proper, which is where Aaron has one minute that's 60 seconds to wrap up everything that has happened in Dragon Ball up until this point. So we are at the, we're talking about the 96th episode of Dragon Ball. So Aaron has one minute, not two, not 30 seconds. He has a minute mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get everything that's happened in 95 episodes of this anime. I don't know why whenever you do the intro, I'm always surprised that, oh yeah, I have to do the roundup. You, you do think I would know by now. The look on your face. <laughs> <laughs> it's so surprised. It's like, huh? Huh? <laughs> oh. Okay. Whenever you're ready, Aaron, take it away. Three, two, one. Dragon Ball is a stuff about magic... Seven magic crystals. If you collect them all, you get any wish. Uh, Bulma wants to have them. So she goes and finds Goku, who's her protagonist. He's a little karate boy with a tail. And they go off to find them, and they do, and they stop Emperor Pilaf, a little goblin, from taking over the world. Then Goku trains with Master Roshi and his friend Krillin uh, to do karate good. And he proves it by going to the Tenkaichi tournament, the first one he's entered, uh, and getting second place. 
uh, Master Roshi got first. Then he goes off to find one of the Dragon Balls because it's a memento of his grandpapa, and he does so by beating the shit out of the Red Ribbon Army, an entire army by himself. That's right. Uh, then there's one left, and to find out where it is, he has to fight a bunch of monsters. One of those monsters is his grandpa, if you consider a ghost a monster. Not personally. Uh, but then eventually he gets that last ball. And which is a friend's back. Then he trains for three years. And now he's at the latest Tenkaichi tournament. Uh, he's fought so many people, but now he's got to fight his best friend. And that's where we're at. They're fighting. Whoa. Yeah. Give it, give it. Re- if you are listening, wherever you are listening right now, if you're in your car, just start clapping. Honk that horn. Let Aaron yeah. know that he did a fantastic job. And if you don't think he did a good job, then why don't you send us your one minute round? <laughs> oh, yeah. no. A challenge for the listeners. You send us a voice recording of you doing your best one-minute roundup. See if you can beat us. Send it in to KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. I just thought of that, and I love it. This is, what I love is this is how we get out of doing it ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) If he be so bold. Yeah, we won't edit it. And you better, I don't know if there's Mm post-production. Work done. Aaron's a super Uh, (laughs) post-sleuth. If you think you can now... Round up us. Mm-hmm. Put your mouth where your voice memo is and send that in. Yep. <laughs> Put your mouth where your voice memo is. Yeah. I love it. And uh, before we get into the episode proper, we've got one last piece of comedy housekeeping to do. Uh, and that's to remind you, if you're new or if you're old, uh, that Aaron and I, we watched two different versions of the show. I watched the English language dubbed version. Aaron watches the Japanese language English subtitled version. We do this because there's a lot of contrasting elements um, from like what gets translated for context, for continuity, all this other kind of stuff that really uh, fleshes out the anime as a whole. And uh, it gives us a lot to talk about. Uh, usually the first thing that is translated is the title. So I am going to go first. Uh, by telling you what the English title for this episode is. So, episode 96 of Dragon Ball. Tails. Tail. T-A-I-L apostrophe S. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. T-A-L-E. Correct. Five goes west. Five goes west. I like, I like a good a little wordplay, a little Stan Lee-esque alliteration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That T-T. Honestly, mine doesn't make sense. Okay, try me. Episode 96. Say it isn't so, Goku. Karirin's great strategy. Oh my gosh, it's so wordy. <laughs> but what it mean? I don't know. I've watched the episode. Yeah. And I don't know what it means. After watching the episode, I have less of an idea of what <laughs> I was supposed to be paying attention to. Quoting a Weezer song, Goku. <laughs> Say it ain't so. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Krillin's gonna beat your ass. (laughs) Great strategy. Uh, Okay. A strategy does come up in this episode. Now we get to see Krillin as like knowing, hey man, I'm not, I know I'm not the toughest boy out there, but I can outsmart some folk. Oh yeah. Krillin's got brain power Mm -hmm. more so than some of the other fighters. Um, in, in, I think in probably the Z universe, like he, he manages to take on like in his, in his story, in his future, uh, we're projecting off into the future, but Krillin takes on, I think every one of the strongest villains 
in the Z universe at one point, except for Majin Buu, maybe? I don't think he fights yeah, Buu. Yeah. No, he's he's always down to clown. Yeah. Uh, and he usually gets whatever job he's supposed to do done. Yeah. On Namek, he collected them large Dragon Balls. Uh, against Cell, he bought everybody some time. He uh, was a cop for a time. Yeah, if we're talking about actual jobs. Actual jobs. He was a policeman. He, d- he does what needs to get done. Yeah. Krillin's a doer. Okay, everybody? Oh, we're building him up. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yes. I'm Ooh. setting Krillin up for, uh, yes. for something at the end of the episode. <laughs> um, but let's, let's just pick it up right where uh, last week's episode left off, which is two boys fighting in the afternoon. <laughs> so I, I think there's definitely some lo- something lost in translation here at this first bit. Yes, please. So Puar is praying for Krillin. Wait. Because he... Already, already having yeah, 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 yeah. a disagreement on my end. Hold on. But keep Maybe going, it, keep going. All I, so all I wrote down were the lines. So, yes. Puar says, I believe she's praying at this point. But she says, Krillin's going to get mauled. Oolong says, Well, I don't think Krillin's going to get mauled, but he's definitely bald. Crained him. <laughs> yeah, he dabs real quick. <laughs> real real then, quick dab. Yeah, it's it's like a frame. Go back and yeah. watch. Yeah, <laughs> go back and watch it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then Bulma comes in, slaps him on the head, says, This is no time for bad jokes. Oolong rubs his head. And just like whenever I tell a joke, I say, I thought it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's different. Oh, it's yours. it's. Tonally, kind of like yeah, it's very different. So I also wrote I wrote down uh, the 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 same scene. Poir is not. It doesn't seem like for context. It doesn't seem like she is praying and more just like covering her tiny eyes because she doesn't mm-hmm. have to see anybody fight. Um, and then Poir says, uh, or Oolong says something, and then Poir goes, "Fighting scares me. I can't help it." And then Oolong says, uh, you know what's scary? Your ugly face. <laughs> Hashtag Crandom. Um, Still a crane. Bulma swoops in, hits him on the head, says cut it out. And then uh, Oolong, holding the back of his head, says, and these are the people I call friends. But you, wow, this yep. is completely different. Completely different. And also... Not really, like the lines all don't add up the right way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, th- there's some interesting stuff in here. This is some like, if we want to get dark into it, this is some rewriting of history. Mm-hmm. Where the English dub is trying to make Bulma some kind of hero that she's not in this. Oh, trust me. I'm, <laughs> I'm, immu- I'm immune to, to America's mean- propaganda. Propagandizing Bulma's uh, nobility and prowess. <laughs> I mean, if we can make a 40 minute YouTube video with no voiceover about the conspiracy, <laughs> the of, American of Bulma, conspiracy, it's just the same. We just, all we do is play the same scene over and over again, but in slow mo. Oh, and yeah. Text pops up. It's worse than reading. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anybody describe those as worse than reading, but you're absolutely <laughs> I right. Sto- I-, I stole it from that's someone else's line. Well, I don't know someone else. I know you. <laughs> but like, right? Because this one is just Bulma's mad because he made a dumb joke. Right. 
in the other one, it's well, Oolong's a real. He is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But in this, it's just a random like, random jab at Puar. Yeah, I was like, one part does not have an ugly face. Yeah. Puar is cute as a button. Yeah. Where's your merchandise, Oolong? Mm-hmm. No one's oh. sleeping with your body pillow. Yeah. Oh, the uh, well, the, the one-off <laughs> person wearing one of your uh, red star hats, Oolong. Yeah. Is that it? That's all you got? You fucking fascist. Yeah, yeah. We didn't we didn't want to bring up your political ties, Oolong. <laughs> but you give us no choice. You take you you coming at poor hot. Yeah. And I we won't know, have it. We know your history. <laughs> never forget. Yeah. Uh, never forget. Ne- <laughs> never forgive. I'm just surprised at how little they did changes though it's not plot specific. It does change the entire context of that scene and like right. who is actually deserving of a smack it, it changes the i think the viewer's perception of certain characters mm, yeah that then gets like perpetuated i think that's probably why oolong mm. isn't as popular as some of the other characters i mean there's other reasons but yeah yes there are plenty of others but that's just i'm just noting one i'm mm-hmm. not an oolong defender he has many issues that he needs to work out on his own um, broke clock is right twice a day mm-hmm. uh and uh you know there's a I think it, in the beginning of this episode, there are a lot of really fun moments in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like right after this, there's a little bit of fighting. Uh, well, there's I think Goku and Krillin are actually like talking about the techniques that they were using and how Krillin uses the balloon technique. And the crowd is really responding to all the chatter in the arena because uh, Crane is looking around and and his line is, uh, Master Crane says, "Why is everybody cheering?" All they're doing is talking to each other. I've seen more action on a playground. Hashtag random. (laughs) This might be the most different episode we've ever encountered. Oh, yes. This is what I wanted. So in the arena, the boys are just like, Goku's just like, I'm excited. And Krillin's like, yeah, I'm excited too. That's it. That's it? And then Crane's just mad because he's mad at them for fighting in such a friendly manner. Okay. And he thinks it's some like weird strat. I guess he just like wants them to go all out and beat the snot out of each other, right? Which they'll get there. But he thinks it's some sort of ploy for the Crane School to garner the people's favor. Oh, okay. So Crane has more political, like geopolitical aspirations yeah. for his school. I get, <laughs> and he hates that people like Roshi's <sighs> students. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. The Crane School is DC, and the oh, Turtle okay. School is Marvel. So Tien Shinhan is uh, Dick Grayson from the yeah. new Titans show. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Crane. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh yeah. They're too dark. They're too dark. Boy, even even Chaozu's like a little dark. Mm-hmm. They're too dark for the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crane mm. School wants to have fun, even though they killed half of them. <laughs> uh. But yes, uh, and then after after that little exchange, we cut to Roshi, who has been standing on his crane uh, for quite a bit now. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you see the person standing next to him? The little otter boy. <laughs> okay, so you think it's an otter? I was Ooh. calling him Koala Kid. That's I didn't th- think he... I mean, I'll be proven wrong on the screen caps, but I didn't think he had big koala ears i thought he had little flaps i i thought they little were little flaps because he was a little baby koala boy and his ears hadn't grown a, a, out yet 
I don't know how koala. Wait, I don't know koala science. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I don't do research. That's I true. My gut. To be fair, I've never seen a baby koala. Well, then, that I can recall. Then let me Phoenix write you and say I object. <laughs> <laughs> That's my interpretation. <laughs> um, Look, either way, did the koala boy say anything to Roshi in yours? Nope, he just stared at him, amazed that a man is standing on a cane, perfectly they, balanced. They keep Thanos. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you say? Uh, I said Thanos. Okay, that's Quick. okay. That's what I thought you said. Okay, Aaron. Aaron yeah, yeah. We're not gonna bring Marvel into this. Mm-hmm. Okay, we already talked about DC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, that's fine. And that made sense. And now we're talking about Thanos. Next thing you know, we're going to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I mean, did you watch it yet? We could talk about it. No, I didn't watch it yet. Because okay. I didn't want to bring it up on this podcast. Though okay. I have feelings. I mean, it's it's good. It's good. Okay. But, you know. Well. we'll I mean, talk. are you sure you don't want to talk about it? Okay. Well. Okay. 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 okay bye. Click. All right. Click. Uh, anyway. Say, after that, say, that, after that little know. whisper call. <laughs> Who are you talking to? I don't know. It sounded mm. a lot like you whispering. Oh no! But I, I must have been wrong. I could have been talking to anybody. Yeah, he, the koala or the otter boy, looks up at Roshi and says, "How does he do that?" Wow, man, they're just adding lines left and right. That's what I'm saying. There's Are another line at the end of the episode that I really want your take on, but we have to wait. Man, they're just—they're being real loosey goosey. Oh, yeah. This episode. They're taking a lot of creative liberties with the crowd. They don't give a care. No. They don't give a care. They don't even give a who. I know. They don't give a who. Mm -mm. They're going to (laughs) pollute this episode with additional lines. (laughs) 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 Cranium. So let's let's fight, shall we? (laughs) Yes. Let's Let's get into the actual fighting because I have to say. This is some of the uh, smoothest animation yet for a fighting scene. They did. They gave us a good bit of just, let's just see Goku and Krillin really have an all-out martial arts battle. Yes, and it's really good. Like most of the episode, like most of uh, the show, when we when we see a good fight, we got to tell you guys to go watch it because uh, that's what this show, like that's what yeah. Dragon Ball is all about. It's all about the fighting. So when it's good, it's really good. Um, and this episode is no exception. Uh, Krillin and Goku are really going at it, and the animation is super detailed and smooth. The throws, the kicks, the counters, the punches, the jumps. It's fantastic. Seven star balls oh. out of seven. The go coveted. Wa- yeah. I wouldn't mind if you pause this podcast and then go listen to it right now. Yeah. Go watch that thing. I ain't mad at you. Mm-mm. It's an audio medium. You download <laughs> it, and you do what you want with it. At your leisure. Mm-hmm. I think there's two big moments in this first half yes. of the fight. Goku, he starts running and starts going, saying those magic words, Kamehame. Krillin's, he's a little freaked out. But at the very last moment, Goku jumps up. Shoot, you think he's going to hit Krillin with a Kamehameha from, from above, which is real, like, if he did that, that's a lot, Goku. Oh, I know yeah. he said, don't go all out, but still. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. Instead, he shoots it into the sky, propelling himself down onto Krillin for his Superman punch oh, right yeah. on his fucking gob. Dude's knocked out. Oh, yeah. 
and we get i think because i have a really good screen ga- grab of it oh man <laughs> um i have a really good screen grab of goku standing over krillin as krillin is down for the count because it's the it's the goku stare we don't get it very often oh, but it's that goku that. stare down like that that stay down boy don't get oh, up oh it's whenever yeah you fans of the series will know that goku is pretty lighthearted but in some instances, whenever he has a serious face, this is definitely telling us that this is a fight to pay attention to, and that Goku is really not pulling any punches. I think he knows that like he's not going to do any killing blows, but he's right. not hold, he's not holding anything back. He's really trying. Yeah, he. I mean, Roshi even says like he's like, I wonder if Goku's holding back anymore. And it's it's. I I don't think Goku wants to really give everything he has to Krillin, but Krillin um, is, I mean, Krillin's making a real show of it. Mm-hmm. The the boy that nobody thinks too much of is really coming at this in a in a big way. And it, it's really cool to see Krillin's growth because um, there's not a ton of character development in these, in Dragon Ball 1. It's a lot mm-hmm. of people forgetting that Goku's strong and then realizing that Goku's strong. Um, and this one, it's like, oh, we assume that Krillin's not strong. But hey, Krillin, Krillin knows what he's doing out there. The the announcer not doing his job to the point where Goku has to walk over to mm-hmm. the announcer and say, "Hey man, uh, you gonna he's knocked out. You gonna count?" The announcer, look, little he's, fav- he's, he's trying great. to milk this. He's got to milk this fight. Mm-hmm. He's got to. It's like oh, I can't be over yet. <laughs> We've been doing this and a minute. Krillin's down. And ladies and gentlemen, I I want you to make sure that you check out the. Ice cream stand. It's only four minute walk from the stadium. Don't worry about Krillin. He's down. Hey, hey, announcer, shouldn't you count? Excuse me, fan of fighting. Why don't you shut up and let me no. do my job? No, Goku. Uh, oh. The other contestant requesting that, per the rules. Well, I know I don't know a lot, but per the rules. If I can pull up the, the uh, handbook real quick. Article 6, page 10. As soon as opponent's uh, back, back is, is on the on ground. ground, you start uh, counting. Don't yeah. quote yep. the rule book at me, okay? Kid, I have been doing this since before you were born. And if and if I were if I were you, I wouldn't get involved in somebody else's business. I'm not coming out onto that uh, arena and kicking other kids for you, am I? Am I? I so my phone from Capsule Court, by the way. Uh, oh, you have a Capsule I've had Court a timer phone. set on it since Krillin's been down. It's been a minute. Fine, I'll start counting. No, okay. One, two, two. Uh, three, three. Uh, four. Is this what you uh, wanted? Five. Yeah, faster. Six. Oh my god, I'm so hey, tired. I'm up. Oh, okay. I'm ready to go. Hey, Krillin's back. Everybody, Krillin's back on his feet. Let's see uh, if he can take more of a pounding from Goku. Well, guess I'll have to kill him. My best friend now. Thanks. Excuse me. <laughs> and and see. see. Yeah. He oh. does get up on six. He does get up on six. By the way. <laughs> oh, wait. It's seven in mine. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> in <laughs> <I'm> impossible. <laughs> They've gone too far. Again, Crane, Krillin's back up. Everyone's excited. Crane is still heat. He just starts making a big show about saying, well, this is a fake fight. Who can enjoy this? Uh, I'm bored. 
Uh-huh. And then Bulma and Launch are yelling at him to shut up and just watch the fight. But he's real, man, he's real, he's, I get it. He's thinking about his school. He's trying to do a little disinformation campaign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that, I think fake cheering out. <laughs> I think Bulma in mine uh, says something along the lines of like, why can't you just let them have fun? And then uh, Chiaotzu sitting, <laughs> standing next to Crane goes, I'm having fun right now in the most like Chiaotzu not showing any emotion. <laughs> I th- I, and I was like, that's a good gag. That's a good gag. And Crane's like, see, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I like that better than what they did, which didn't quite make sense. Because Bulma like throws like, well, yeah, if you're tired of this fight, why don't you have your students fight? And then Chiaotzu said like, I'm not allowed to. <laughs> I feel really bad for Chiaotzu, don't you? Now, I don't know. He gives people psychic diarrhea. <laughs> he gives them psychic diarrhea, yes. But he is, he is a child, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And I don't... I don't like that he has been co-opted and coerced into this life of villainy with this old man who I think has dubious motives about having uh, students and all that kind of stuff. No, but, he smacked. You're right. He he's smacking him around for not. Knowing that's what how to I'm count. saying. <clears throat> you didn't you didn't teach him how to count. You didn't think he knew how to count. So it's not his fault. You didn't teach me how to count, Master Crane. And now now I'm 35. <laughs> I've worked out with weights too much, so my growth is stunted. And I'm working at Capsule Corps, but like the fast food section of it. Yes, and you will bring them down from the inside, Chiaotzu. No, I'm just trying to afford my studio apartment. Ah, yes, a devious place for a devious warrior, a studio apartment. No walls to stop you from breaking your training. I, I stopped training the therapy. Look, I only came to you because my therapist said it'd be good to confront you. Ah, your therapist. What a weakling. Chiaotzu, you don't need no. therapy. You have telekinetic abilities. You could just read my feelings to see what I yeah. think. And I know that you're never going to love me for this, the way I want you to. And I need to come to terms with that, is what Cheryl said. Oh, this Cheryl sounds like a real terrible person, Chatsu. Come back to the school and fight with me. Did, did Tien leave too? Who? Tien. Oh, it's been many years. Tall guy. I, oh, ba- three eyes. Oh, Baldy, three eyes. He uh, he left and went to Roche. Uh, oh, he's still. Oh, he's accepting too. Hmm. Ch- I don't. don't that one fight seemed like fun. You had fun standing next to me, getting hit by numbers. <laughs> Not really. Okay. Whoa. All right. I think I'm over this now. I'll talk to you later. Don't unreal. <coughs> Won't you have a cup of tea with me? Click. Oh. Yep. It was a phone conversation. I got. This you. is me telling you psychically. I believe I just got craned in my brain. <laughs> oh. And see. Craned him in the cranium. Insane in the crane dang. Insane in the crane dumb. Yeah, that's just Crane's entrance music. Oh, yeah. that. Oh, man, that would be great. I agree. Poor Chow. Chow his, his life's going to get different. <laughs> it does get different. <laughs> I don't know about 
better yet. Look, but it does change is different. change, and sometimes <laughs> we just need change. Sometimes, yeah. Lateral moves aren't always bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> um. <laughs> so we have, again, some more of that really good animation. Yes. I'm sure most of you have watched the new Dragon Ball Super movie trailer for Broly coming out next year. Yes. Uh, and a lot of that animation in that looks sick. Yes. Um, but I there's something about the like low budgety TV, like putting a show out every week, animation in here. Cause they do it all within a within like a single frame. They're not like cutting the background. It's not like one of those where like the camera follows one person as they fly across an arena. Right. But it's like it's like old boy, that f- that very famous fight scene in a hallway. Yep. Where it's just one shot, and then I don't know, like to me that's it's it's cool, and like I don't know, uh, one's not better than the other, but I do really like that this is budgetarily. I like to see that like this is how they solved it budgetarily, but while still giving us a really good fight. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. No. No. You are spot on, and um. Because I, I think you you put it perfectly. That's exactly how I feel about this. Is it just it just feels perfect for for this for this fight? It's what yeah. you want. Krillin tries to rush in, and it's like, hold on, does he do it in this one? No, that's later. Okay, yeah. So Krillin just rushes in. Goku chops him in the back of the neck as like a, as he's trying to rush by. Yeah. Roshi comments that he's like confer- so confirmed. From Roshi, Krillin's strength is in the realm of superhuman. Oh. But if go, you know, but ellipses. So, like, if he's saying that, he we, we know, like, the next thought is, but Goku mm. is super duper human. Of course. Alien, some might say. <laughs> out of this world. Far out. Cosmic. Otherworldly. Some Vegeta-like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Piccolo-esque. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> Werewolf type uh, I'm strength. sorry. Man-wolf type strength sorry, is what you pardon. meant to say. My, my, my apologies. But yeah, uh, Krillin, you know, he takes that chop, kind of gets some distance from Goku, comes up with a strategy, and this strategy is, and I mean, I, I think I have one of the coolest screen grabs I've ever, I've ever taken of this scene. Um... But it is, it is a, uh, Krillin's like, oh, I know what to do. He, he gets it in his head. And you don't know as the audience, but he, he charges up a uh, Kamehameha wave, fires it. it is, he's about to fire it at Goku. Goku stops him, puts his hand out and says, Krillin, that won't work on me. Yep. I was like, damn, Goku, you that strong Kamehameha waves don't work on you no more? <laughs> um, that was my first reaction. Then I was like, all right, let's see this play out. Krillin fires Kamehameha Wave at Goku, who blocks it with one goddamn hand. He just grabs it. He catches it. Doesn't need to deflect it, just catches, and boom. Krillin, though, after the the dust settles, is nowhere to be seen. Wink, And uh, quickly appears behind Goku and grabs his... You you know it. You love it. Grabbed Goku by the tail. Ew. His one weakness. Yeah, he Goku goes down, and Krillin is just bragging up a storm. He's like, "I'm sorry, I had to do it to you." Oh yeah, but I'm gonna win. Well, all of his, and all I'm, of the the ball squad are looking on and kind of saying, "Well, 
it's not really friendly, but it it's he does have that weakness. Bulma's does some dumb shit at this point in time, but that's not till after the commercial. <laughs> Vince, we're so old now. Oh, so very old. We're about to be a hundred episodes old. Oh, in podcasting years, that's so old. Uh, we're pooping in our man diapers. Yes, our, in our man, podcast man. Our podcasting man diapers while we uh, sit in our Serta reclining mattresses. Uh, there's only one way to gain our strength back. What is that, Aaron? Tell me. <coughs> it's to have a live show, of course. A live show? It's brought uh, me back to youth. <laughs> yes, we're youngish again. <laughs> Kame House Party 100 episode. In honor of that, we're doing a live show in New York City, baby, where they make that good salsa. Oh, yeah. So if you're in the New York City area on August 1st, 9.30 p.m. at the Pitloft Theater, uh, for you New Yorkers, that's on the corner of uh, 29th and 7th, down there in Midtown, just south of Penn Station. You know where it yeah. is. You got to go there. You know, it's going to be like, like our normal show, but there's going to be some surprise bits mm-hmm. and a slew of special guests, including Donald Chang of uh, UCB Lloyd Knight, Will Martinez of the UCB's uh, Take It Personal with Cypher Sounds. We've got George Christopher of There Goes My Hero podcast, and many, many more. A lot of our returning guests are going to come celebrate with us with some improvised fun. And, so, and some some friends of the podcast that y'all haven't met yet. Ooh. So why don't you motherfuckers come, get, <laughs> come again? Uh, we'll have a link in the show note, but you can go ahead and buy your ticket. Uh, if you're in the New York area, come and say hi to us. Yes, it, it, it would be great to see all of our fans who are in the New York yeah. area come out to the show. We, um, we need you to be there so we can steal your youth. Exactly. And continue for another 100 episode where, where we'll, we'll perform the ritual again. Yes, again with the ritual. Uh, uh, I only got young enough to do this ad. <laughs> uh, hurry, come to our show. My liver spots are getting bigger. Oh, no. Uh, my cataracts have completely replaced my eyes. No, without his eyes, what will we do? Coming out party live show, uh, August 1st, 9.30 p.m. at the Pit Loft uh, Theater in uh, New York City, 29th Give us your youth. Give us your youth. Give us your youth. Whoa, those guys sound fucking cool. Yeah, those are some cool-ass mofos. Oh, they seem very handsome. Oh my gosh. Their voices, they they made me feel things. <laughs> like I could Ooh, I like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that we made that Kim Cattrall reference. Hey, got to got to throw it in there every couple Damn. episodes. <laughs> yep, yep. It'll never leave. So here's what I want to talk about Bulma. Yes. And it's just one line. She yells at Krillin to let go of Goku's tail. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> no, like, I mean, we, I guess we see, I understand. Bulma is going to back Goku 100%. 
Yes. I, I know we had that thing where it was back and forth, but like we see Bulma's true colors. Right, right. At the same time, don't don't yell at him. No. He's trying to win too. Mind your own business. Yeah. Right? I think I think uh this is a perfect example of how uh you know Bulma can be a little too proud. You know, I think I think Bulma she plays favorites. It's very clear. And mm-hmm. you know, I haven't I haven't had a lot to say about Bulma recently. She's been in the background because we were focusing on fighting. But now yeah. she's out here telling people how to fight and I don't like it. If you if you want to be supportive Bulma, be like Launch, pick a side and cheer them on. Launch chose Krillin. She cheered for Krillin. Even though she flopped right in the in the middle. Of she the flopped. Fight. Hey, look, she flopped in the middle of the fight, but hey, she made a choice. Bulma couldn't be bothered. She just wanted everybody to play nice and have nobody's feelings get hurt. It's not how Tenkaichi uh, works. Yeah. There's no participation trophies, in, or are there? I think there might be one. There might, thank you for entering yes. and for hurting your body badly. They all get one of those really bad Chuck E. Cheese plastic medals that say, <laughs> that say good fight. Thank you for being the... 136th entrant into the Tenkaichi tournament. Well, that's just from the numbers from a label maker. It's peeling off right now. Oh, oh well, uh, uh, as the is the only Western fighter here, just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for this. I'll I'll take this back to uh, to the mainland, and uh, you know, just just show people I was worth something. Do I get this? Is Nam by the way? Do I get? Compensation for my injuries. Oh, or just the medal. Oh, hi. Yes, uh, Mr. Nam. All you get is the medal. Uh, unfortunately, uh, your injuries, you signed a waiver. Those are not covered by the Tenkaichi Foundation. And the dog president will see. Uh, he, he, he thanks you for your continued service to martial arts. Okay, I'm, bye-bye. I'm going to sue once... I oh. get back. Oh, I'm sorry, Nam. Nam, before you go, you <laughs> waived your right to sue by stepping what? into the ring. Yes, it's a tacit mm. agreement that the Tenkaichi Foundation oh. has with all the fighters. Now I see the very teeny tiny, some would say microscopic plaque right on the arena. Right, right there on the can arena. You, Everybody Western, sees it. Western fighter, want. can you wheel me up closer so I could see it? Oh, oh yeah, sure, no problem. That's a lovely tune, by the way. I have to do that every time I roll. <laughs> oh, I understand. All right, I, I can see it now. Right, and now you can see, Nam, that uh, as, <laughs> you know, I, I I work in logistics here for the Tank Gaiji Foundation. And again, thank you so much for your return fight. And I am so sorry about what happened in your Any preliminary match. fighter who enters this ring... Parentheses, especially Nam. Yes, what? we had that made after your first fight here with uh, us. After you took a woman's top off. Do you remember that, Mr. Nam? Uh, I mean, I think about it sometimes at night. Oh, Mr. <laughs> Nam. Hey, and... play, play, gotta play. <laughs> and and see. <laughs> Damn, Nam, you dirty. Nam, a dirty boy. <laughs> That's, I don't know. I think about it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what was that character's name? Ranfan. Ranfan. Where's Ranfan at? Ranfan didn't want to come back to the tournament. 
She she saw those dirty boys in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like of yeah, my strategy ain't gonna work. <laughs> I, I think you're right. A lot of people are like, mm, this is a little iffy. And then Crane finally kind of gets into. It. He's like, uh, they must have heard me complaining. That's why they're finally going at it for real. Oh God, I, Crane uh, is so up his own butt. Man, you're so vain. You probably think this fight is about you. It probably is. Uh, but uh, yeah. After Krillin grabs Goku's tail, Tien says something along the lines of, how did he get so far in the tournament with such a blatant, obvious weakness? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, you can't see the setup? I saw, I could see the oh, setup. Oh, no, I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, the announcer never... actually does his job, though, here, and starts counting the minute uh, Goku hits the ground. Well, I mean, I think he's got some money on Krillin, if we're being honest. Hey, look, I do, too. He told his brother <laughs> to put some money down. He can't make the bet. He, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has his brother go to a bookie yeah. and make that bet for him. Classic. Yeah. Cla- a classic uh, so, ruse. Uh, so you, you're saying you want to put money on who? Krillin? The bald guy? Come on. Here's my life savings. Your, li- your life savings? Yep. I've mm-hmm. seen you around here. Oh, you must mean my brother. He has green glasses. Oh, oh okay. See? I, look, I thought I thought you were somebody else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nope. Are you sure you want to take the line on this, though? This Krillin guy, he was, uh, you know, not really anything special last year. He, I don't think if you, did you see the fight before? He had a bit of a tummy issue, so. Hey, uh, let's just say I've got a hunch. Hey, look. I know most bookies would not you steer you away me, from a bad bet. You can't see me winking behind the glasses. I, you know what I Even can't. though I just told you. You did. But you t- can't see it, so. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to say, as, as a bookie, I'm a bit more uh, empathetic than others, so I'm trying to give you an out here. This might not be a good idea. He's going up against number two in the whole world, Goku, man. He's, yeah, he's the king. But let's just say that I've got some... Insider, oh. you really can't see me wink now. No, but you can't. I'm doing. doing it. I'm doing air quotes very fast, so you can't tell what I'm doing. Oh, okay, that's your opinion. But, uh, I can see uh, those. But uh, let's say I get some insider again information about uh, that could uh, lean Krillin to victory. Oh. Let's just say you can count. Still winking. Mm, I can see. I saw your eyebrows move that time. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, I need bigger glasses. It's all um, right. This is fun. Let's <laughs> say so you can count on this bet coming to fruition. Well, I guess I got to take it. I'm a bookie after all, ain't mm-hmm. I? So uh, yep. that's 200 million zenny. Yep. On Krillin. My wife doesn't know about this. Oh, God. I have eight kids, by the way. I don't need to know that. Should you know that? No, but as a bookie, now I have to know it. And (laughs) I have to tell you, if this doesn't pan out for you, you you're not going to have any legs to stand on, if you know what I mean. Because I don't think you can cover this. Are you Are you winking behind your glasses? I can't tell. I'm I'm wearing bifocals. You can definitely see me winking. (laughs) I can see you winking at two different focal lengths, yes. Look, I'm nearsighted in one eye, farsighted in the other. Whoa. Hey, that's that's way more interesting than my dumb bet. Let's talk about that for a while. I am a bookie. I have other people whose money they need to spend. <laughs> All right, over here. Fair, fair. I mean, later. Get out of my uh, Denny's. Once once I collect my money, my sure winnings. I said, get out of my Denny's. Can I order from you, or do I need to go <laughs> take a table? Take a ta- God, this is right. my booth. Get out of here. All right, sorry. 
I just want to talk about your weird eyes. Oh, jeez. One of everything on the menu, please. I'm going to be very rich soon. <laughs> and see. That's it. I hope that bookie comes back. <laughs> He's, He's a, so nice. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably at the racetrack being like, oh, you don't want to, definitely don't bet on season's greetings. <laughs> I heard he's got a, I heard he's been having some health issues. Look, yeah. I just want to, look, <laughs> I hate taking money, but a guy's got to make a living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sympathetic bookie. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit for another time. Another um, bit, another time. Uh, because the, the announcer does count. He he gets all the way to nine, and then was there was there a somebody distracted the announcer at some point? I think it was like at nine somebody said something to the announcer. At least really? in mine, in mine, yeah. No, no one says anything, but Goku opens his eyes or smiles or something. Yeah, and that's what causes him to stop counting, which is bullshit because he's still on the ground. Because it, it, yeah, I I guess they must have taken a. Try to. I think they probably tried to correct that in my version of the show mm. because there is somebody that yells out to the announcer about something, and the announcer responds, giving Goku time to get back up uh, before he says ten. Probably a Bulma. Yeah, I don't. I, again, this is the studio doing way too much with the crowd. Crowd doesn't need to be this involved today. No, but they are. we don't. I guess it just had. Oh, we booked too many people. We gotta. <laughs> Crowd them up. I guess more crowd. More crowd, please. More crowd. I mean, technically, from our logic from before, Krillin, this match should be over and Krillin right. should be out. Right. So I guess it makes up for it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it, before this point, um, Goku's tail was his biggest weakness in that mm-hmm. the slightest tug caused him to lose all control. He would get really sleepy. He wouldn't be able to move. Um, and yeah, the, the thing that would always save him, at least the last time this happened when he fought his grandfather was his tail came off, which gave Goku back his power. Yeah. Um, but this time, this which I time, thought, I actually thought that might happen is that Krillin would goof up, pull too hard. Right. I thought that's where they're going with this for a, a little bit. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Like, nah, it's a, it's a trick. Cause I thought I, he, here's what I thought was going to happen. Krillin grabs Goku's tail, starts to swing him to throw him out of the <laughs> ring, and it snaps off, and Goku's like, whew, good one. And Krillin's left holding yeah. the tail. Real uh, gross. gross. This was fine when it was on you. Classic Krillin. Ew, gross! Uh, they're fleas. And now they're on me. Ugh. Too bad they're, I'm hairless. <laughs> good thing. Uh, smooth. Smooth. <laughs> Uh, why isn't Krillin selling us shaving cream? Gillette. He, he doesn't have a good manager. You think Roshi? Roshi's not going to let him have representation. No, He's I guess stay not. Humble. Stay humble. He knows uh, that pump, but yeah. But like Arby's, though. Have you seen Arby's social content oh, these days? Yes. Oh, it's so Go good. On. Besides the fact that it's directly at us. Yeah, it's directed to us, by us, for us. <laughs> and it's just... Different Arby's meals with uh, different anime scenes, usually Dragon Ball cutouts. It's really good. But what does that say about anime fans? Oh, the anime fans love curly fries and uh, roast beef. I need that horsey sauce. That. Yeah. 
Anime anime fans hate having good smelling breath and love curly fries. I love being on the toilet, Arby's. <laughs> More time to watch anime on yeah. my Funimation app. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got a lot. My watch list has grown exponentially, but if I'm in the bathroom, it's not a waste of time. <laughs> Thanks, Arby's. <laughs> Thanks, Arby's. Arby's, uh, we just wrote you a campaign. This, e- this yeah. episode not sponsored by Arby's. <laughs> no, it never will be. The ideas and themes ar- brought up by this episode do not reflect Arby's corporate. <laughs> but we're beating around the tail here. When Ooh, we, yeah. Because Goku, he gets up. He's like, gotcha, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. My tail's strong. Surprise, motherfucker. My <laughs> tail works. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing fucking tail squats. Um, and then we get He's- this like weirdly <laughs> sweet... Uh, <laughs> monkey montage. I called it. Yeah, because it's it's like Goku explains like, oh yeah, I was just tired of people pulling on my tail. So for three years, I trained it. Here's the question: During the majority of the flashback, is it Goku or Roshi doing the VO? I think it might be Roshi because he's talking about okay. like how Goku turned. Yeah, it's Roshi because yeah. he's talking about how Goku basically in three years came so far. And if this is if this was his greatest weakness, how is Krillin going to beat somebody without yeah, a yeah. weakness? So here's here's my question before we get into the monkey business. Teehee. Is this it, since it's Roshi VOing it? Is this Roshi imagining <laughs> what Goku did to toughen his tail? Oh yes, it or is. Or is this what actually happened? That could. Oh, Aaron, you just blew my mind because <laughs> I don't really know. We, I mean, do we pick a can't side and hit okay. a certain button? I mean, the button, I pulled the button out, so we have right, to make I'm a decision. looking at it. Mm-hmm. We yeah. have to make a decision. <laughs> Much like a samurai's blade, once we draw the button, it must taste an air horn. <laughs> it must taste an air horn. It must make something can- canonical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because <sighs> what makes me think that it, it's truly a Goku flashback is the fact that he is wearing Lord Shu's gi. Because he takes shoes gi before going on his adventure for properly, you know. Okay. Yeah. True. Like I feel like if it was Roshi imagining, like there, there is a scene where Goku's like sitting on top of a mountain that I'm like, that's a Roshi scene. I don't want to punt this. I was like, what do you, the viewers at home, think? But no, we've they come to us for canonization, mm-hmm. and we cannot shirk those duties. We cannot. Even, I got. I think it's Roshi. I think it's Roshi imagining this. Hey. Just because he's ta- he's the one talking, is my logic. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take your logic because if if I think about what I was saying, it's a bit it's a bit of a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch to think that Goku would tell everybody all this all at once. Yeah. So it's a, it's also weird that like I'd love Goku to interrupt me like that didn't happen that way. I just I, I did I, I put weights on it. Yeah. yeah. I tied a rock to it. What do you think I did? It. I beat it up. Yeah, there were there were no monkeys building a monkey bridge across <laughs> yeah. a, across a waterfall oh, with yeah, a we, rainbow. Yeah, we didn't even mention that. That like part of his training was monkey bridging it up, monkey Tail, bridging it, tails in hand. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I think the rainbow is a, is the, like the clincher of like that is. Hey, here's the here's Roshi's imagination. This is Roshi's imagination and Goku's flashback. And now, Aaron, this is Ooh. canon. Not Nick Cannon! It's, it's true. 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 
It's true. It's Brown. pure imagination. In As the some world people might of Roshi's imagination, imagination, there are tales, tales, grabbing tales, and opie and all exaggerations. <laughs> yeah. He's a dude who is lewd. Yeah. It's already canon, but I'll still poke holes in it <laughs> by saying, where's that monkey mom? They would have all been monkey mamas, right? <gasps> yeah, where's monkey mama? Yeah, yeah. She's like, you boys have fun touching each other's tails. <laughs> On a waterfall? I'm going to go gather food because you all just want to yeah. build a bridge. <laughs> There's nothing I mean, I for get... us on that side of the waterfall. I love the symbolism, but <gasps> kind of useless. There's, It's all predators there. Yeah, it's all predators there. You fools. Both, both proper noun predator and just regular noun predator. <laughs> oh, gosh. What's that clicking noise? <laughs> Goku versus Predator. Oh, that's who they should be fighting in the new movie, not yeah. Broly. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate hunter versus the ultimate warriors. Oh, man. Dragon Ball Evolution 2. Bring it on. <laughs> it's the only way it gets made. <clears throat> uh, after, after realizing that Goku kind of doesn't have a weakness and Krillin's one strategy is out the window, he does kind of like a blind charge. He cries like the diaper baby he fucking is. <laughs> like he did, I don't know if he does in yours, but like he, he, like eyes closed, mouth up. Right. Just a wail of like desperation. Yeah. And this is when the fight turns and gets a little bit too serious for the audience. So mm-hmm. like everybody's like, I think Balma says a line like, hey guys, remember you, you're still friends at the end of all this. And I was like, oh, geez. I was like, of course they are. Bulma, God, just let them fight. Let the boys play. As my dad would say, at every basketball basketball game I ever played in, when there was an unnecessary foul or a ref blowing his whistle too early, my dad would be sitting in the back and he'd just go, (laughs) let the boys play. Come on now, let the boys play. (laughs) That's it. That's what he would do. That's good. Then he'd pick up his newspaper Put it back in front of his face. <laughs> put his headphones back in, and be and be good yeah. for the rest put of his, the game. Put his sleep mask on. Put his sleep mask on. Uh, cucumbers over the sleep mask <laughs> eyes. <laughs> He's like, well, too ambient to do the trick. <laughs> My dad's just taking a full on nap in the stands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, he partic- he participated though. He was he did there. It. He was he did there. his deadly duty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He embarrassed he was, me thoroughly. This- I mean, you're not allowed in if you. It's like you a dad, yeah. You're gonna do some dad shit. Fine. Welcome to middle school basketball. Have at it. <laughs> During this charge, there's this weird shot, and I don't know if you get to keep it in. Where he actually gets, he takes Goku down a peg, like yes. knocks him down, mm-hmm. and he just. It's like ten seconds of Krillin staring at his fist in amazement, and then staring back at Goku. And then staring back at his fist. Right. Amazed that he was able to do it. And I think the rest of the audience is as well. Like they're all like, oh, wow, Goku's down. Because Goku's down for like a couple seconds before he yeah, gets yeah. back up again. But Goku, he he ain't out. He's Not like, even a little bit. He doesn't say, fuck this. But he pretty much says, fuck this, and then disappears. Yeah. Br- oh. I mean, this... This is like, uh, I mean, we were talking about Predator earlier, and um, <laughs> yeah, Goku gets back up and just does a little like swirl and is gone, disappeared. Nobody knows where he is. 
it's not even one of those things where like uh it's not an after image necessarily it's it's just he's gone yeah and no and krillin's freaking the fuck out and Krillin's just sitting there like, come on, do it. Kill me. Do it now. Yeah, he's covered in mud. <laughs> what are you uh, waiting he, for? He just Goku, hears a you weird, coward. <laughs> he just hears a weird laugh. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so here's the thing that we learned. Every, no one can see him except Tien. Mm-hmm. Tien's martial arts eyes are fast enough, but just barely. He's right. like, I, I can barely keep up with how fast Goku is moving. The Goku is faster than leaving an after image. He leaves no image. No image, yeah. Technically, if this were to be enacted in real life, Goku would have to be moving faster than the speed of light. Yeah. Uh, Which is just, it's so cool that he's that strong already. He's not even fully a a grown adult, and Goku is this strong. Yeah. Which also means Tien's eyes move... Just a little bit faster than the speed of light, right? Because he can track Goku yeah. ever so slightly. We've we've discussed the craziness of this. Absolutely, idea. we're we're pitching this to MythBusters season two, <laughs> yeah. the reboot. Hey, White Rabbit. Yeah, White Rabbit just became MythBusters again because they got Jamie and uh, the other guy. Wait, what? They're yeah. back together. They're back. They're all back. Oh together. my god, they're back again. Mm-hmm. Tell your brother, sister, and your next of kin. They're busting myths and it's all again. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Myth bust back. All right. Is it ballistic gel? Yeah. yeah. Is that ice bullet real? Yeah. Am I gonna wear a dumb hat and you're gonna have a beard? Everybody. Everybody. Bust. <laughs> bust that myth. <laughs> Bust everybody. Everybody. Let's use drones tonight. (laughs) Myth Busters back. All right. right. (laughs) Then Kenny Mahara just does a free, just does a rap. He would be the guy that does it. Absolutely. So in in his um, (laughs) in his three PO outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Finally, Goku reveals himself, gives Krillin the Raz. Mm-hmm. Krillin, it's very funny, but Krillin gets so scared that he gets knocked out of the ring. Yes. And everyone's disappointed, including me. Yeah. To the point where the announcer's like, well, that was a disappointing end. But oh. he also knew he lost all that money. Yeah, he lost all that money. That's, um, that's why it was disappointing. So in, in your episode, in your version of the show, was there a brown bear that had something uh, to say at the end? Yes, but it was just, he was, nothing comical. It was just like, well, that was disappointing. Okay. It was so great up until the end. They gave this brown bear some, some lines to read. And right. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was along the lines of, well, that was certainly anticlimactic. And uh, did not give me the cathartic end that I wanted. What? Turns to the tiger, and the tiger says, I didn't understand a word you said. <laughs> and then and then Yakety Sax came on. That bear is reading Sid Field, working on his screenplay. Yep. That bear just got his master's in screenwriting. 
Yep, that's the end. That's how that fight. That's how that fight. Oh, yeah. Just kidding, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) Tien, much like Clarissa, explains it all. Oh, yes. In that very short moment, Goku didn't just scare Krillin, although as anticlimactic as it is, is, it's kind of appropriate. Mm -hmm. He hit that fool like eight times and then kicked him out of the ring. And one kick to knock him out of the ring. Yeah. Faster than anyone could see except Tien. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. It's so Krillin's I don't feel too bad for Krillin. No. Cause like it he Goku did, he had to do some strategy and he hit that boy real hard. Yeah. Like that was just so cool. So cool. Dragon Ball doesn't get me. Like it doesn't trick me because of because I've watched Z and I kind of know the basic storyline. But this got me. I was I thought they were just gonna pull like, yep, Krillin got scared. Yeah. The diaperist of diaper babies got scared. But yeah, them explaining, like them showing like the the power, the speed, the ferocity of Goku's attacks is really building to the next fight, which is going, like you all know what it is. It's Tien versus Goku oh, in the next round. Um, two, we'll, we'll see two, if it starts that episode, but you know what I mean. Two bits before that. Uh, one, Roshi has a moment. To himself, where he says, I get the feeling that I'm no longer needed. Oh, And it's kind of sad. Yeah, right? That's really sad. But he's he's done his job as a teacher. His right. students have surpassed him. That's all you can hope for. Yep. It's the mark of a good yeah. master. And then, look, Krillin, or, yeah, Krillin and Goku, they're still boys. Yeah. They I, all go celebrate the at the end. Launch gives Krillin some... Encouraging words saying like, hey, kid, you got a nice left hook. Trust me, I know. (laughs) She said it was the best fight ever between two friends. Mm. That's very sweet. Man, I wish that was the title, honestly. Yeah, best fight ever between two friends. Two friends. Um, Goku versus Krillin. (laughs) I have to say it is perfect that Yamcha was not there. Yeah, still no Yamcha. Still no Yamcha because good. (laughs) <laughs> that's uh, all i'll say about that um because i don't know i feel like if yamcha was there or was listening to it he, he'd be like he it would just be like him having an existential crisis knowing that he's not he's nowhere close to goku yeah and he's like i fell i'm gonna train harder and beat goku next year it's like no you're not no you're gonna train harder and beat turtle maybe <laughs> maybe maybe he's He's tough. He's a dad. Turtles. He got that. He's got dad strength. <laughs> you ever heard of dad strength? Yeah. He can lift a car above his head if he needs to. Mm-hmm. If his little baby turtles under there, you know mm-hmm. he's gonna move it. So we've got man. This week has been a male crazy week. Would you say a maelstrom? Ooh, I would. But you did already. Oh yeah. Oh 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 yeah. So. First message. New 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 person. Uh we'll call him Clifford, because you know, for reasons. <laughs> Legal reasons. Uh wrote to us. Hello. I want to start by saying I love your podcast. I listen to it while I work my farm. I'm actually experiencing every episode for the first time right now, and it's refreshing to hear such a quality podcast about the original Dragon Ball. 
I was listening to your Papaya Island printer, if you remember that little bit from uh, before. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be pretty funny to do a bit about the construction team that repairs the stage at the tournament in between matches. Do the fighters have to pay restitution? What gives? Thanks, guys. Keep up the work. I'd also like to hear more jokes at the expense of Oolong. Well, you're in luck, buddy, because we, <laughs> yeah. we did some. Yeah, it's, quit asking us for things. We just <laughs> gave it to you. All right, well... <laughs> The bits were asked, and thus they must be. The construction team that repairs the stage at the tournament in between matches. So, uh, <laughs> I, I'm just always, I'm always amazed at how strong the fighters get, you know? Like, this is grade Jeez. A concrete. We really splurge for the expensive stuff. People think concrete's concrete, but nah, buddy. Oh, no, no, no. It's not just any kind of oh. concrete, you know what I mean? We put diamonds in this. Diamonds. Expensive diamonds we put in here. Hardest substance. Known to man. And yet every single fight, somebody chips it. Oh, come on. Uh, Now they're shooting energy waves. We can't. How do you guard against that? How do you keep it up? I don't know. Uh, But, uh, you know, we we have an important job to do to make sure that the, the ring is in tip-top shape A-O-K for every fight. A-O. Regulation. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Did that just... Did that little flying mime go into... Oh, my God. He's in the ground. That flying mime is now uh, in the ground. Those tiles of marble. It's expensive. My goodness. Uh, Not to mention, I, I mean, noticed the pillar got knocked down. Uh, again? Again, it got knocked Oof. down. It, I just don't get it. Just, Maybe. I lo- I remember the first Tenkaichi tournament where no one did any property damage. It was some nice punchy. You know what happened to old good old fashioned punches and kickers? All I, these techniques you know, now. You know what, Scott? I don't know, because uh, when when that first tournament came around and we were the contracting company that built the mm-hmm. arena, and, oh, and when a it was proud done, day. oh my goodness, the people they loved it. They said this arena lasted the entire fight. Yeah. Nothing broke, and you we, do have the you have now the municipality contract to do it every year for yeah, yeah. perpetuity. We we have. They had a feast in our honor, and at the toast, Dog Present said, "Oh yes." Dog and President. I quote, "Woof, may this arena stand for a thousand years." And woof. Oh, it it I I teared up just hearing just hearing you say it again. Uh, oh. oh God, come uh. on. That was someone from the audience now oh, <laughs> breaking golly. it. I'm throwing my hat down and stomping on it. Hey, I'm you so frustrated. Yeah, you, pick, you pick up that hat. You pick oh, up sorry. that hat because we sorry. work for. Brand- we, you know where we. You know where we work. P P C C, Papaya Concrete Company. Yep, you know me. You're down with P P C. That's ooh, that's a good commercial. Hey, I hear I hear another revenue stream. <laughs> and see. Well, we hope you enjoyed <laughs> whatever that was. But, hey, those yeah. were those were two small businessmen making a way out of no way. Yeah, thank you, Clifford. Thank you, Clifford. All right. We got we there's more. Uh, uh another new listener. Uh this one's from Josh. <clears throat> Hey there, Kame House boys. Ooh, that sounds erotic. <laughs> Just started listening to the podcast and loving it. Y'all are a hilarious fix for Dragon Ball fans. 
I've been listening to some of the older episodes and ran across the one with Mr. Green Fox, Weird Dude. Oh, yeah. Y'all mentioned it had been three years, and Boma was now 19. But I wanted to say she was 20, because she was 16 at the start, and a year passed before the first tournament, so she was 17 before the three years passed. Not being picky or anything, but thought y'all might like to know. Anyway, loving the show, and can't wait till y'all do super in like six years. <laughs> Josh. All right, Josh. Listen up. I know you're new. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? Wait, wait. No, 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 no. No, I'm trying to hold you know. back. What are you doing? You you can't hold me back because I got something right, to say to you. You let Josh. go of my podcast script. No. <laughs> Josh, we don't do research, okay? We we say that up front. We are upfront about that. So you giving us facts? You giving us facts? Uh-huh. Uh be cool. <laughs> be cool. No, I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna be cool. Calm down. You giving us facts, we really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you I'm, so I'm glad much. we know that. But yeah, she's 20. So she's 20. Fellas. <laughs> oh, Aaron. That's not what that's not what Josh gave us that information for. No. Was it I think it was. <laughs> he, Josh, you dirty. Knew. Josh, Ooh, you, you dirty. You knew we're a couple of old salty sailors. <laughs> we're uh, gonna boy. We're gonna pick that lewd ball up and run with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she's twenty. So here's the thing, though. She's out of high school. Word. I'm assuming she dropped out of college. I don't even think Boma even blame went to her. college. I'm sure Professor Brees is like Boma. Before you get my fortune, you must Billy Madison the shit. <laughs> college. So you, wait, do you think Boma did college? <laughs> did her freshman year in one week? Sophomore year in one week, junior year in a week, and senior year in a week. I Bulma's could see smart that. enough that she could do it. I could see that. Right? Yeah, why not? All right. Good on her. I, mean, I ain't canon in that shit. Cause no, because it's, it's, it's Bulma related. Yeah. Doesn't matter. All right. All right. And then our last. So, yeah, thank you, Josh, for writing in. Thank you, Josh. Keep, keep those facts coming. Yes, please. And then finally, like you said, it's a big old. It's a. Bursting to the seams, this mailbag. Uh, Delmon Strongarm has talked to us again. He writes... What up, Delmon? Hey, guys. Last week, you mentioned that Karun was putting up some serious weight in the flashback. When I watched the episode a while back, I had paused it during that scene so I could figure out how much he was pressing. Based on Olympic weights and the bar, plus estimating Roshi and Yamcha's body weight and the weight of the shells they're wearing... Karirin was doing over 1,300 reps of at least 1,130 pounds. And he did it without any steroids or HGH. Take that, Phil Heath. Craned him. <laughs> Yo, we just craned Phil yeah. Heath on the podcast. Phil Suck Heath, take that, you lame. <laughs> yeah, Krillin's all natural. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That is, that is great. Thank Good you Lord. so much. That is a lot of that's oh, a lot of weight to move. Damn. For a tiny tiny boy. I'm su- I'm surprised his arms just aren't constantly wrapped because of the strain. Mm-mm. That's a different anime character. <laughs> um, Ooh. But unf- I, hate, I hate to say this. I hate to be the realist here. Uh-oh. But uh Delmon Stronger gave gave us that information and and it was all for naught cuz yo Krillin did not win. He's still a strong boy. Oh, Krillin, Krillin maybe he'll, definitely gets most improved. I mean, maybe that was the dark <laughs> storyline of Krillin juicing. <laughs> oh, boy. Stick it in my butt. <laughs> the needle. 
That's where steroids goes. I can't reach. My arms are too short. Oh, God damn Come on, it. turtle. Let's go. Oh, I don't know if you should be doing this, Krillin. It seems against what Master Roshi would want you to do. Hey, motherfucker, you stick that needle in my little tush right oh, now. Oh, let me get my foot I'm madder at you than I am on my back knee. Oh, it's a side effect of overuse of steroids. What'd you say? Oh, I said, uh, you look awesome. Yeah, I'm ripped to shit. Yeah, you're ripped to shit. Now to fight Goku. Oh. <laughs> I instantly lost and learned a valuable lesson. Oh, well, I got to go see my son again. <laughs> say hi to your son for me. No, you're a bad man. <laughs> but I, well, I've learned my lesson. I'm underwater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the sky still. Boy, I'm sure up here a long time. Wonder when I'll drop. Well, time to detox. And see. I'm glad Krillin learned a valuable lesson. All thanks to Delmon Strongarm. Thank you, Delmon Strongarm, for that PSA about steroids. Look, man, if you want to write to us like all these good, good listeners have, you just got to write. You just send whatever you want to KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com or just go to KameHousePartyPod.com for all of our contact info, however, all of our social accounts, uh, all of our old episodes. Uh, Yeah, just go there. That's where everything is. Do what Aaron says. He's correct. (laughs) Sorry to yell. I didn't mean to. Sorry for I'm excited yelling. about having a website. It's great. Yeah. Thank you, Squarespace. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Next time, Tien, Goku, kissing? I mean, that's the fight I want to see. <laughs> uh, and, and don't forget, Comedy House Party Live, August 1st, 9.30 yeah. p.m. at the Pit Loft. All your all your favorite comedy house party guests are gonna be there, and some you haven't even seen yet. So uh, get ready, get ready for an experience. Link to tickets in the show notes. So yeah, you know that thing you don't read. Go there. Go to the show notes, and then we gotta, you know, we gotta end it the same way we end every episode with our little battle cry to remind you: no matter what you're doing out there, you gotta keep. keep-